Welcome back to The Missing Report. I am Tim, here today with Lance. Lance, how are you today? I'm doing fantastic today. Happy that we are back in the swing of things here with The Missing Report. It looks really good behind us here. Kind of gives me a Unsolved Mysteries update feel when you see the word missing and then the word report in very official-looking font. Yeah, I like it. Uh, You're looking very official. As well, are you feeling official? I am feeling great. Yes, I am feeling uh, feeling up to the task of tackling the missing report here today, and we got some good reaction from last week's episode. Luciana says, "Thanks, guys, for the updates and the hard work that you do to bring awareness to these cases." Amy D says, "Thanks, Tim and Lance, for a no nonsense approach." No nonsense. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we do have some nonsense usually. I'm almost offended by that. <laughs> yeah. Check out Crawl Space, Amy D., if you want uh, some nonsense. And uh, these comments, by the way, are on the YouTube video for this episode, that uh, our last missing report, episode 319. So that's where most of these comments tend to end up, is YouTube. Sometimes we get some on Instagram, on Twitter, but and sometimes we get some emails as well. But uh Typically, we're going to read the ones from YouTube because that's where most of them are bunched. Just recently, we've been starting to say, hey, leave some supporting comments for some of the people that we feature, family members of missing individuals. And I've been noticing a little bit of an uptick in that. So good good work there. Thank you. Really appreciate that. Yeah, thanks a lot. And this is in regards to Kylie Rodney's disappearance. Tiniest Squish says... A kind FYI, it was stated by Placer County that they have very comparable equipment to Adventures with Purpose, but county employees currently lack the training that Adventures with Purpose has in using this kind of equipment. Bravo. And this is what we're talking about when we say things in an episode like, I wonder why this didn't happen, or I wonder why something was left to a civilian run organization in regards to a search or something we certainly while it might come across as we're criticizing an organization we're we're really not we are actually reaching out to people who can give us that information so that we can be better informed next time so yeah thank you for doing that yeah squishy fish what was the name (laughs) tiniest squish tiniest squish i would know if my computer wasn't being a jerk and it's been redirecting me to these comments for about 10 minutes. So I'm <laughs> operating on, on the fly right now. See gotcha. My yeah, great comment from Tiniest Squish. We do appreciate that. And um, I mean, I guess that's a little bit better than just like not having the physical equipment uh, because a training might be easier, right? Get it, getting some... Some more employees trained for that kind of search uh, might be easier than budgeting for the equipment and things like that. So hopefully uh, that is more of the problem across the nation. Um, And obviously, Adventures with Purpose is doing an incredible job. Just want to give another shout out to them. And Primate Productions here in the comments says, y'all should see about interviewing someone from Adventures with Purpose and ask them some of those questions. Primate Production says, I know I would be interested in hearing from them. And we did. We have spoken with them, and we have had some contact with uh, the good people at Adventures with Purpose, and 
they've been in contact with private investigations for the missing too. That of course is the nonprofit that we are working with and are on the board of, and you can find some more information there at investigations for the org. And we just want to mention missing premium. If you like what we do here and you want it ad free, you can get it at missing premium. That's missing.supportingcast.fm. And you can even use promo code missing and get a free month. Not to be a plug machine over here, but you can do the exact same thing with our show Crawl Space by going to crawlspace.supportingcast.fm. And we have the respective code of Crawl Space for a free month. We're going to give you a free month, and it's going to be so worth it because you get all of these little perks, including Tim for missing and Crawl Space. We finally have locked in some dates for this Ask Us Anything. We have, yeah. It's going to be September 12th, Monday, September 12th. So we're going to do an Ask Us Anything. Uh, I think it'll be some kind of video call with our premium subscribers. So you don't want to miss that. I think we're going to aim for the second Monday of every month. So we'll see how that, uh, if that schedule uh, stays true. But uh, it's going to be true for September. So can't wait to see you there. Sign up at missing.supportingcast.fm. Use promo code missing and do the same for Crawlspace. Crawlspace.supportingcast. FM. And we're going to take a quick commercial break right here, and we'll be right back. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, we're back. Hope you enjoyed those commercials. And last Thursday, we spoke about a very tragic case. It is the disappearance of Terry's Price from the Platte River in Nebraska, and we spoke with a researcher from Private Investigations for the Missing. Her name is Amy Weckel, and she joined us on this call to speak about Terry's very tragic disappearance. She went missing on June 11th, 2020, and that was from Gretna in Sarpy County, Nebraska, near the Shram Park State Recreation Area. And Terry's is four feet and mixed race. She has black hair and brown eyes. And this is a kind of tragic segue from the conversation we were just having moments ago about searching in water and being properly trained. It's more than likely this child was swept away by the current of the river. No one knows where she is now, so we're not talking about a criminal investigation for the most part. They have made some attempts to limit and restrict people from swimming in that area, which is good. That's something positive like that has come from this. But Terry's body has not been found. Her 
parents need this to happen. So here's our call. Like anyone who knows how, where to start with searching a river that has a swift current. We were very fortunate to have Amy on. Her occupation has to do with water research. And she knows about things like currents and depth and the floor of a river and how things will most likely wash out to another body of water. I know it sounds really detailed and specific, but I didn't know an occupation like that existed until Amy joined the research team at Private Investigations for the Missing and brought this skill set to the table, which is really fortunate. So knowing that, there must be people who specialize in searching for something in a swiftly moving river. Hopefully we can put the call out there and get some information back. And Lance, just this week, there was some breaking news out of Brisbane, Australia. This is a 40-year-old cold case has finally yielded a, a guilty verdict. And this is about the murder of Lynette Dawson, who was 16 at the time of her disappearance in 1982. And on Tuesday, August 30th, Justice Ian Harrison found Chris Dawson, who's 74 years old, guilty following a three-month trial. And one thing I find amazing is that the evidence that was heard in the trial had been gathered over the course of four decades by police investigating Lynette's disappearance. I know. This is something that is like incredible to witness when a lot of the conversations we have are about investigations that have stalled and probably not going to see a lot going on in this one because it's so old. I wonder if that was the case leading up to this announcement that what was told to the public was the same as what we hear. Probably not going to hear a lot. You're talking about a case that, you know, has been going on since 1982, not a lot of leads, but in the background there's a bunch of workers that are diligently putting pieces together for a moment like this. So I, I hope it doesn't have anything to do with how the legal system works in one country compared to ours. Yeah, I hear you on that. I I kind of think this has a lot to do with the podcast, The Teacher's Pet. I'm not sure if, if Chris ever would have seen his day in court if this podcast, The Teacher's Pet, never came out. And that podcast is helmed by Australian investigative journalist Hedley Thomas. So... Good job there, Headley, on bringing this case to the public, raising the visibility of this case. And it reminds me of our conversation that we had with the Without Warning women. Uh, Cheryl Wysocki leads her team, Danielle Birch and Catherine Mayer. All of them are licensed PIs, and they run their show specifically to get tips. And they've had a lot of success doing so and they simultaneously investigate. So they get the tips, they investigate, they broadcast, they get more tips, they investigate. It's a really cool way to go when you have the right people behind it. And I think Headley Thomas is right there among the right people. Yeah, absolutely. Fantastic podcast called The Teacher's Pet, so make sure to check that out. And definitely check out our interview with the lovely trio from Without Warning. And that is airing on the Crawl Space feed, so you can check that out on Crawl Space. And here's the guilty verdict read by Justice Ian Harrison. 
I'm satisfied beyond reasonable doubt that the only rational inference that the circumstances enable me to draw is that Lynette Dawson died on about 8 January 1982 as the result of a conscious and voluntary act committed by Mr Dawson with the intention of causing her death. Uh, you did murder Lynette Dawson. I find you guilty. You may sit down. Yeah, I'm not too sure about the differences between how things work here in America versus Australia, but this was a judge-only trial. So I do wonder if it would have been different if there was a jury. And uh, here in this article from CNN, it says, one by one, the judge dismissed every sighting of Lynette since 1982. So how incredible is that? Yeah, it seems like this justice, Ian Harrison, really wanted to prove a point. Yeah. Really wanted to identify, I think, how long this has been going on by naming all of those moments, these sightings. And you referenced the CNN article. That's essentially what we're working off of here, written by Hillary Whiteman. And she did a really good job putting this together. Okay, so now we've seen precedent in several cases now that podcasts about missing people can lead to court, can lead to criminal trials. The teacher's pet up and vanished, your own backyard. Those are just some examples. And uh, we really hope to add uh, Brianna Maitland and some other cases to that list at some point. Okay, Lance, and then on August 30th, 2022, in Mexico City, there was a crowd of people who commemorated International Day of the Disappeared. And this was sort of a protest that happened in Mexico City just this week, and they are trying to bring some awareness to the crisis of missing people in Mexico. Yeah, exactly. The reason for this day of the missing isn't so much to commemorate the missing. Like you said, it's to bring awareness for all of this. And this was sort of inspired by the 2014 Iguala mass kidnapping that happened in Iguala, Guerrero, Mexico, where there was something like 43 students who were abducted from this college and they haven't been found. So this is a situation that really marks an event of mass kidnapping, mass tragedy, and it's turned into, and really the epidemic has become more apparent as the years have gone by. Yeah, absolutely. And the number of missing persons in Mexico from 1964 to present is over 100,000. It's about 103,000, says the National Registry of Missing People in Mexico. And uh, one thing that I find really interesting is that there are 52,000 human remains that are that have been located but have not been identified. So that's like half of the missing people. This seems like a logjam that needs forensic assistance. Yes, I think that is one of the main reasons why this International Day of the Disappeared has been created. Because, like you said, the number of bodies that are there need to be identified. So how do you identify the bodies? You need to bring in the expertise to perform these forensics on the bodies. That would go a long way. When you hear International Day of the Disappeared, you think about kidnappings, you think about people being held for ransom, but in a lot of these cases, yes, they're kidnappings, they're taken for specific purposes, but if they've died along the way or if they're murdered, 
those bodies are not being properly identified and they're still missing. So that's something that needs to be remedied. And uh, they do say that the vast majority of that 100,000 missing people is from 2006 to the present. And 60% of those currently missing are people under the age of 35. And apparently the federal attorney general's office of Mexico is required by law to create a forensic database to help identify these people. But they have not done that. So I don't know what the holdup is in the federal government there in Mexico, but apparently even the state's attorney general's offices are uh, trying to push the federal government to uh, get this forensic database going. It's kind of just surreal sometimes to think about how far behind certain places are. You, you just you think like because we hear about these cases being solved through forensics that it's just available all over, all over the world in every sheriff's department, you know, in this country and, and everywhere. But it's just it's not the case. We're just still really in the infancy of uh, forensic genealogy and uh, identifying missing people. I think you really hit the nail on the head right there. It's not like they don't want to do this. It's just the resources aren't there and the support's not there. The infrastructure's not there. And again, call out to the audience if anybody has any more information on that. We would love to be able to speak to it with some degree of confidence. But I think a lot of preconceived notions come from stories like this when you're talking about Mexico and cartels and drug trade and kidnappings that are involved with that. But you and I were having a conversation earlier how the same things happen here. It's just not covered in the same way. And we are a first world country. So the perception is that these things don't happen here. There's violence everywhere else in the world except for here. But it happens every day. And it's just covered in a different way or not covered at all. I think it is a bold move for the Latin American Federation of Associations for Relatives of Detained Disappeared. I think it's a bold move for them to put forth the International Day of the Disappeared and identify this problem. And we'll be right back after a quick word from our sponsors. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in education into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Thanks to our sponsors. And now we're back to the program. And now to Augusta, Georgia. There was a woman named Crystal Anderson who was last seen outside of her home on August 20th, 2022. And her family is desperately trying to find her. Her sister, Shadria Smothers, spoke with WRDW.com and, uh, 
are looking for some publicity in trying to help her sister. Crystal is a mom of four, and she's 30 years old, missing from Aiken County. And the article in which we are referencing was written by Haley Turner and published, tragically appropriately enough, yesterday on the International Day of the Disappeared, August 30th. And in addition to Crystal being missing, her boyfriend, Tony Berry, is also listed as missing. So not trying to put the pieces together that they are missing together as one particular unit, but Tony Berry has not been located as well. Yeah, this is kind of a confusing story and uh, a confusing part. Uh, Shandria is looking for her sister and she is missing with her boyfriend and they are they are looking for her. She has four children. Apparently, she has had involuntary breaks in the past. Shandria says, yes, a few of those. I picked her up and brought her to North Carolina. But during those breaks, she's always had her children. So I think if we're looking at the patterns, this one's different because there are no children with Crystal. And she is a mom of four. And so I think her family is saying that she would not have done this, would not have left on her own. And you mentioned that she's a mother of four and one of the initial indications that she was missing was a call that Shadria had received from one of the children's fathers. Apparently she failed to pick up her son before school started and that was extremely uncharacteristic of her. She is typically according to the family a phone call or a text message away and she had been gone for 72 hours by the time she was reported missing. Yeah, Crystal lives in Wagoner, South Carolina and Aiken County is handling the investigation and Shadria is a little upset that uh, they, she has not received any phone calls from Aiken County. She says not even a call of empathy. So they, they feel very much in the dark. And if anyone has any information, you can please call the authorities at Aiken County at 803-648-6811. And of course, once again, if anybody has any other information or any sort of insight into something like this, leave us a comment. Uh, we would love to do a follow-up as the disappearance of Crystal Anderson develops. Hopefully we get a positive outcome. And speaking of positive outcomes, Lance, there, there was a, uh, a woman who was found. She was missing. Her name is Nyla Christina Tolo, and she was missing. She had last been seen on August 20th from Southington, Connecticut, but she was located in Hartford. Thank goodness, because we have so many stories about young women. This is a 19-year-old woman who was missing, and she had developmental disabilities. And we, again, see so many stories where they're never found or years later remains are found and it is fantastic to hear that she's been located and by all indications safe and the article that we're referencing is from wfsb eyewitness news 3 in connecticut written by rob polanski and this is tim just popping in here over the weekend there was a story from friday morning about a woman named eliza fletcher she's 34 years old a white female brown hair green eyes 5'6 137 pounds and she was apparently jogging in memphis tennessee early in the morning and was abducted uh, apparently forced into a dark colored gmc terrain suv 
and there is no known direction of travel and just really not much information at this point. But she was last seen wearing a pink jogging top and purple running shorts. And this is from Memphis, Tennessee. So if you have any information, please contact the Memphis Police Department at 901-528-2274 or the Tennessee Bureau of Investigation at one 800 TBI find. All right, Lance. And then next week we have an episode about the disappearance of Alicia Bernice Markovich. And I think we're going to have two episodes about Alicia's disappearance. She went missing from Blairsville, Pennsylvania on April 26th, 1987. Alicia was only 15 years old at the time of her disappearance. She's 5'2", 120 pounds, blue eyes, brown hair. And boy, this is a, uh, not, not that any of these cases aren't tragic, Lance, but boy, this one has certain elements to it that um, are, are extremely tragic. And aggravating. I think I used the word aggravating because I couldn't think of another word when we were recording this. And speaking with uh, Jennifer Amell on this disappearance of Alicia Markovich, it's aggravating because you kind of know what happened. And you understand that they had limited resources back in 1987. And had this happened today, it probably would have a different outcome. I think this was about as opinionated as we have been on a public feed. And I am very much looking forward to our hidden opinion segment on the subscription feed of Missing because there's a lot of feelings here in regards to what happened to Alicia her father, etc. And I cannot wait to just lay it all on the table. And we also spoke with Alicia's childhood friend, Lori. And so that interview is going to be coming to the air, the missing feed uh, soon as well. Um, really just adds some layers to the tragedy of Alicia's disappearance. And I think what was interesting when we spoke with Lori was that she's not approaching it from an investigator standpoint. She's approaching it as a friend who is currently identifying all of the good that putting her face out there, her voice, her stories about Alicia out there, all of the good that can come of that. So she's getting sort of her feet wet in all of this, dipping her toe in the whole thing. She's never done it before. And I, again, encourage people after you hear that, go to YouTube, maybe give her some advice on things that you've seen other guests do, other people who advocate for missing people, give her some advice, give her some support, because that's something that she's going to need to learn as she goes. And hey, why not sooner than later? And I just wanted to give a shout out to the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children. They did an age progression photo of what they uh, imagine Alicia to look like at this point. And uh, I feel like it's really good. And sometimes these are really bad, but um, this one from the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, is, I think is excellent. It's like what I would picture Alicia to look like today. It's incredible. I think we both had the same reaction when we saw it for the first time that this was one of the ones that stands out as damn accurate. I mean, yeah. some of them are comically bad. This one is pretty spot on. Okay, everybody, so make sure to check out those episodes and comment on YouTube, and we'll read them right here on next week's Missing Report. 
Thanks a lot for listening today. We really appreciate it. We got to get some uh, suggestions for the uh, sign-off line. We need like that <laughs> sign-off line that only you can report something <laughs> like that. Think, think, think unsolved mysteries. Even you can solve missing persons cases. It's a bit too close to unsolved mysteries. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll workshop it. Only you can prevent <laughs> forest fires. <laughs> All right, everyone. Well, thanks a lot for listening. We really appreciate it. We'll be back on Thursday with an episode about the disappearance of Alicia Markovich. Thanks a lot. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.